Binyamin Rose reports at mishpacha.com. It will take at least one more month before we know who will win the battle for control of the Democratic Party in 2020, its radical flank or its mainstream wing. But there are a few important takeaways from yesterday's Super Tuesday primaries, where Joe Biden accomplished the political version of Tichiasa Mesim, and just as Bernie Sanders began to feel cozy, he took off his shoes, but before he could fill his pipe and don his slippers, his clay feet were on display for everyone to see. We'll take a look at the delegate math in a minute and try to figure out which of these men have the edge in what's become a horse race between two septuagenarians with long resumes in the Washington, D.C. establishment. But before we do that, I'd like to pose and try and answer what I feel is the most important question going forward. How many Democrats voted for Joe Biden yesterday because they support Joe Biden? And how many voted for him because they oppose Bernie Sanders? Or more to the point, believe that Sanders has no chance to defeat Donald Trump in November. So far, I haven't seen any exit poll that asked the question precisely that way, but we can make some inferences based on other questions. According to a CBS exit poll, 63% of Democratic voters said it's more important to vote for the candidate who can defeat Trump, compared to 34% who said they voted for the candidate with whom they agree with on the issues. An NBC exit poll asked, if the next president's policies should be more like Obama's, more liberal, or more conservative than Obama. The results varied from state to state, but in virtually every state, voters said they prefer to return to the Obama era rather than turning more liberal and certainly turning more conservative. And of course, we all remember who Obama's vice president was. None other than Joe Biden. Admittedly, these are just two of the many questions posed to voters in exit polls, but the answers are both very telling and They favor Joe Biden. All we've heard in the past week leading up to last Saturday's South Carolina primary and yesterday's Super Tuesday races is that the Democratic Party elite is ganging up on Bernie Sanders again, just as it did in 2016. While no one is close to hanging the inevitable tag on Joe Biden like they did with Hillary Clinton, there is no Democrat in this race who is more mainstream than Joe Biden. And after winning 10 of the last 14 primaries, much like Bill Clinton did on his victory march in 1992, Biden is beginning to shed his Sleepy Joe image for the much more positive image of Landslide Joe. The exit polls show that the party's very young and liberal voters favor Sanders' proposals for free college tuition and Medicare for all. But NBC's exit poll, averaged across seven Super Tuesday states, showed that young people eligible to vote for the first time represented only 15% of the Democratic vote compared to 17% in 2016. This is one sign that there may not be enough hardcore ideological Democratic voters who are feeling the burn. If the CBS poll is accurate, and Democrats are more worried about finding a candidate that can beat Trump than they are about a candidate who agrees with them, then it doesn't matter that Sanders offers free college, cheap medical care, and maybe even free airfare to Cuba. Pick me a winner is all they're saying, and if Biden stands a better chance of beating Trump, you could already hear the chance of, let's go Joe. But that doesn't mean it's all uphill for Joe and downhill for Bernie. We know from 2016 that Bernie Sanders is a high-energy campaigner and a fighter who will take his battle for the nomination right down to the convention floor. For Biden, this is the third time he's run for president, but the first time he's lasted so deep into the race. Aside from questions about his stamina, he has been a walking gaffe machine, and he's going to have to stop making so many mistakes as he comes under even greater scrutiny. 
this kind of scrutiny that comes with being a front runner. Before we wrap up, let's take a quick look at the delegate map. It will take a couple of more days until all of the delegates from Super Tuesday states are allocated, but as of now, it looks as after all the votes are counted in California, Joe Biden will end up with a small delegate lead over Sanders, who will probably have to play catch-up. Looking ahead, there are 365 more delegates up for grabs next Tuesday, March 10th, in six more states, plus the Democrats abroad. The biggest prizes that day are Michigan, Washington, and Missouri. You can disregard all the polls taken in those states up until now because most of the candidates polled have dropped out, and we need to see some new polling before venturing any predictions. The next page after that to mark on your election calendars is March 17th, when 682 more delegates are up for grabs, including big states such as Florida, Illinois, and Ohio. So whether you like the suspense or don't like suspense, we will be a lot smarter two weeks from now. Keep one thing in mind, though. If there's anything we've learned from the last few surprising weeks of this campaign, it's that anything can happen, and don't count anyone in or out until the last votes are tallied. Binyamin Rose for Mishpacha.com. The Rose Report at Mishpacha.com.